Today's show is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire, and right now you can try it for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash real. Today's show is also sponsored by Stamps.com. Go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and enter our code LASTS to get a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. That's Stamps.com, and use the code LASTS. And I would start to kind of feel like I was going to pass out Mm because my body was just responding to fear in that Mm -hmm. way. Yeah. So then it scared me (laughs) Mm -hmm. because, you know, I'm driving or I'm in other situations where I I don't want to pass out. And so like that was that's kind of how it would always feel for me. And then my like reaction was always to just like run. Right. Like Mm -hmm. flee. How do I make this feeling stop? Right. And it was Mm -hmm. to like escape from that. Hey guys, welcome to the Real Life Podcast, where we talk about exactly that every single week, real life, which means some episodes might be about a fight we just had, some episodes might be about potty training since we have two toddlers, and some might be about eschatological realism because I love thinking and talking about deep theological things, and maybe we'll talk about all three of those in one episode. But we hope the show feels like hanging out in our living room with us, drinking a cup of coffee as we discuss faith and family and culture and Jesus. Me and my lovely wife, Alyssa, are your hosts, and don't hesitate to hit us up or reach out on social media to say hi or comment on this week's episode. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to the Real Life Podcast. This is Alyssa, and today I have a really special guest, my best friend of eight years, known her for years and years since fourth Mm -hmm. grade, um, is visiting me. And I just asked her to come on the podcast because she has such a good story about anxiety and her healing and journey with it. So I asked if she would come on and share about it. But real quick, Shannon is one of my best, best friends. You know those best friends where they probably only come along a lifetime and they feel like a sister. And I just really cherish her friendship. I really um, admire her. I feel like she's the most gracious person I know. Just so gracious with everybody, always honoring everyone and so gracious with me and whatever emotion I'm (laughs) feeling or season I'm in. She's um, the friend that is always encouraging me really encouraging me in my giftings and my callings and what God has called me to do. She encourages me to be brave and courageous and um, is just a constant beacon of hope for me. And um, the thing I, one of the things I love most about Shannon is that she just really loves scripture and she's always pointing me to God's word and his truth. And if you look her up on Instagram and just scroll through her account, it's just every other thing is this beautiful hand lettering that she does on scripture and pointing us to um, just God being the anchor of our souls. And that's who she is as a friend. She constantly points me to the Lord and his truth. And um, I just cherish her so, so much. So I'm so honored that she's on the podcast today. I'm really excited for you guys to get to hear from her um, because she has so much to say and so much um, just hope to give us. So thanks for being on, Shan. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. It's really fun. Yeah, we just love it. I think we, her and her brother come out every year. We try to come out once a year. Yeah. Yeah. So we like really treasure these moments. So, um, Shani, why don't for the listeners, why don't you mm-hmm. just introduce yourself real quick? 
where you live, what you do, mm-hmm. um, maybe a little bit about like when you started walking with the Lord um, and just what you are passionate about. Yeah. So my name's Shannon, and I've grown up, lived my whole life in Washington. Um, and I grew up in a Christian family, so was always in church and really super involved in youth group and different things like that. Um, came to know the Lord at a young age and just continued, like started growing in my faith through just great role models like my parents and older women and stuff. So I work currently at World Vision. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a humanitarian organization. So I'm like a project manager there. And I just really love that work. It's really important to me. And like Alyssa, you had mentioned, um, I really kind of on the side love to do anything creative love she's like one of the most creative people I know (laughs) I love to have gatherings have people over and just like spend my time with people and getting to know them and hosting I feel like my mom kind of um, instilled that in our family because she was just always so great hospitality and opening up her home so I love that I'm always up for a good party (laughs) and a theme Um, yeah and then just like kind of got into hand lettering which we'll talk about probably in a bit and just yeah so I um yeah I live in Washington I have a little mini golden doodle who's super cute cute. named Fitz and I'm an aunt and yeah that's yep just living life (laughs) (laughs) so fun okay so um I asked Shannon to share about her journey with anxiety and I I want you to share most of it but um I want her to come on because You know, anxiety is a thing that a lot of us struggle with. I've struggled with, um, I was thinking about it. I actually don't think I struggled with it growing up, but once I got married, so for the last seven years, um, it's been on and off. And so I feel like Shannon has been a really big encouragement to me when I have been really anxious in different seasons. And a lot of my anxiety is wrapped around, um, when I have kids, I didn't realize postpartum anxiety was a thing until um, I had Lucy. And so once I read about it, I was like, oh my gosh, no wonder why I've been so anxious when my babies are born or with Lucy, I was really anxious during pregnancy. Um, And so my journey is a lot different than Shan's, but um, I've still learned so much from her and she's just really pointed me to truth and how to been such a light of how to walk through it and really heal from it. And so I asked her to come on because I know I've heard from a lot of you how you struggle with anxiety or I've had a lot of friends who have struggled with it too. And um, it can be, I think our, the Christian uh, church, the church is starting to talk about it a lot more and talk about mental health. And, um, and so I just wanted to like talk about it and here's her story and her journey with it and in hopes that it'll really encourage you with wherever you're at whether you are struggling right now um, will struggle in the future or have in the past just I think it's so encouraging when you hear someone's story and when you're in the middle of anxiety it can feel really dark or really mm-hmm. um, hopeless and then to hear of someone who has fought the good fight and who um, has found healing in full healing or healing in different ways I think it's just so encouraging to hear um, that story. So, Shan, can you share just um, maybe your journey with anxiety and how it started and just what it's looked like? Yeah. So I like growing up, I would say I was probably always like the kid who would look like for the worse than anything, like just kind of like would 
tend to worry or if there is a situation or something coming up for others, it would be like, oh, that's so exciting. We get, you know, you get to be a part of that. And my mind would like just immediately go to, oh my gosh, what if this happens? <laughs> or, you know, like, right. like mm-hmm. the worst thing that could happen. So that's kind of like, I guess my tendency is to be a worrier, to, to fear. But when I got to be like, um, I think it was around 24, I just really started struggling with like, I feel like unless it's hard to, like people use the word like worry and anxiety mm-hmm. kind of yeah. interchangeably, mm-hmm. but like I had never really experienced anxiety, like this mm. wave of like d- just came over me and would almost like paralyze me mm-hmm. from doing anything. And so when I was like 25, I really started to just really out of nowhere, like I was, um, had just well, I had been graduated from college like a few years working. Um, actually, I was 24. So yeah, I would have been two years after college. And just like super involved in my church, like, mm-hmm. you know, like really active with friends and all these different things. And I started just like out of nowhere would get these really intense like anxiety attacks is all, you know, that's mm. like I didn't know what to call it then, but that's what it was. Is that the same as a panic attack? Yeah, it can be. It can. I think those are pretty much like interchangeable. Interchangeable. Um, Mm -hmm. I think like your body, depending on like who you are and whatever, like people can respond different ways to them. Like, Mm -hmm. um, but I, yeah. So I literally would just start getting these waves of like just like overcome by anxious feeling, anxious thoughts about anything. And it would be like Mm. literally out of nowhere. I could be just sitting at work. I could be at home. Um, And it just really like started to throw me because I was kind of like, I was really um, embarrassed by it and kind Mm -hmm. of ashamed because I think like in, in the church, like we have this tendency to just like, I would hear over and over again, oh, if you're anxious, like, are you praying enough? Or are you Mm -hmm. like spending, are you having your quiet time? Like, if you do those things, like, you're not going to be anxious. And I was thinking, you know, like, I am spending time with the Lord. I feel like I have accountability from others in my life. And I was just so, like, really dumbfounded with how Mm. I was feeling. So the tipping point of all that. So that was happening. And I was starting to get, like, you know, just here and there would feel like have these anxiety attacks but I wasn't telling anyone because I was I was kind of ashamed about it like Mm -hmm. that I was struggling in that way and thought I just shouldn't as a Christian that that shouldn't be something I struggle with Mm -hmm. and so I didn't tell anyone probably for like a good six months and it kind of just kept building because as I look back now like the more you just keep something in the dark like Mm -hmm. That's what happens. Um, And so like the, what kind of just like brought everything to light in a sense, um, I had a really, really bad panic or anxiety attack and I was actually driving home from work. And I just remember like, I was completely like, I had to pull over. Like I just was paralyzed. I couldn't keep driving. I was crying. I just like feeling all the things Mm -hmm. and not knowing, like not understanding like what was happening. Um. Hey 
Hey guys, I want to tell you about one of this week's sponsors, and that is Stamps.com. You guys know we love Stamps.com, people. We ship a ton of stuff with books and letters and posters and merch and all of that stuff. Um, and we've been doing this with Stamps long before they even sponsored the podcast. So it's kind of cool that we finally got their support and we love them. And uh, what we love about it is you don't have to actually even leave your house or your office. Um, they're one of the most powerful time-saving tools for small businesses. They eliminate trips to the post office and they save you money. And they bring all the amazing services of the US post office right to your computer, whether you're a small office sending invoices, an online seller shipping out products, or even a warehouse sending thousands of packages a day. You just use your computer and you can print official US postage 24 seven on any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. And once it's ready, you just put it in your mailbox and you get five cents off every first class stamp and up to 40% off your priority mail. It's a no brainer. It saves you time and money. I know it does for us. So right now you guys can get a special offer that includes a four week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in last. That's stamps.com and enter lasts. So does it just feel like what does it feel like? like? I don't know. Like, I think it's different for other people mm-hmm. as I've talked to other people. Like, for me, some people, like, um, like have a really hard time breathing, you know, mm-hmm. like, they can't catch their breath. That never really happened to me. It was like my whole body would just kind of, like, feel super tense and tight. Um, and I would start to kind of feel like I was going to pass out because mm-hmm. my body was just responding to fear in that mm-hmm. way. Yeah. So then it scared me mm-hmm. <laughs> because, you know, I'm driving or I'm in other situations where I, I don't want to pass out. And so, like, that was – that's kind of how it would always feel for me. And then my, like, reaction was always to just, like, run, right? Like, mm-hmm. flee. How do I make this feeling stop? Right. And it was mm-hmm. to, like, escape from that, like, whatever situa- situation I was in. So I – um so that night, like – it was just bad. And so mm. it kind of came to light because I ended up calling my mom. Like, she had to come get me. I, I couldn't get home. Like, it just wasn't going to happen. Um, and they, like, my parents, I was living at home at the time, and they, like, really had no idea. And I just kind of, like, like let out, like, everything that had been going on the last six months or so of just, like, this consuming fear that like I was Mm -hmm. really battling with and I was just it would just come out of nowhere and I didn't understand like why um so that's kind of how it started Mm -hmm. and then from there like it it really did get worse um it intensified a lot and it was just like for about a year like that was really when I look back like one of the darkest times Mm -hmm. like I know I talked to you quite a bit during that time and it was just Mm -hmm really really hard it was not fun and I just felt um very like isolated and out of control because I didn't Mm -hmm. like I felt out of control of my body and like you know the things I was feeling and not understanding like where God was in all of it why I was like why that was happening to me um like and why I was struggling with that, especially like watching others around me, like, well, they don't struggle with that. So why would I, right. um, that kind of stuff. So yeah, it was just a really, like, I, I mean, without family and friends, um, I don't really know how I would have gotten through that time just, um, along with the Lord, but just their like encouragement and kind of like moving me along when I didn't want to. Cause a lot of times too, with anxiety, like 
depression goes hand in hand with that. And so Mm -hmm. there are definitely seasons of that. And like, I'm really thankful I had a great boss, but probably in any other circumstance, Mm -hmm. I probably would have lost my job because I just, I missed Mm -hmm. a lot of work. Like it was just a really hard season Mm -hmm. um, in trying to just, yeah, I just felt very, it was just a very, I don't know how else to say it, but it was just very dark. And it seemed like I was very much like in the valley Mm -hmm. alone and um, not understanding like at all what was happening. Yeah. So do you, let's stop there for just a little bit. Um, Do you feel like it was dark because it seemed hopeless Mm -hmm. and it like continued to go on and, um, or is that mixed with the depression? Yeah, I think it's both. I think for me, like, especially growing up as a Christian, Mm -hmm. like in the church and never really like experiencing any kind of really like hardship, I would say, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. or, or big temptation in my life, like. I hadn't really walked a trial. And so for me... And for you, you like really loved high school. Right. And you loved those like the early college time. That was like one of your favorite seasons. And so I'm looking at like now I'm a 24-year-old. I'm like, my life is starting. Like I'm done with Mm -hmm. high school. I'm done with college. Like Mm -hmm. what's next kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then to have all that kind of like collide Mm -hmm. then Mm -hmm. was really, really just difficult. And so yeah, yeah, it was the dark kind of like feeling hopeless like not understanding why like Mm -hmm. it was happening like I just remember even praying like how long Lord you know like how Mm -hmm. long is this going to continue um and yeah and then like with the depression too you know like that's right I mean yeah like feeling hopeless and just and the ice being isolated and um, yes, because the anxiety, like there were certain things like I no longer really wanted to do because right. it, I would just get anxious. So like mm-hmm. I was home a lot. I didn't mm-hmm. really like to go out. Um, it was pretty hard for me to like do a lot of stuff. So I had a lot of family and friends who would come to me mm-hmm. and like try to help me get out and stuff. But yeah, it was just a, I feel like every day was a battle and it was exhausting to like wake up and think like. I get to do this all again, <laughs> you know, right, like, right. It, Did you kind of feel like your life was like an endless loop? Totally. Not much to look forward to, yeah. same old every day. Totally. And, yeah. And I yeah. ended up meeting with like, she, well, she's mentored, mm-hmm. discipled both of us, yeah. this lady from our church. Um, and she was just, she had walked, her story was very similar to mm-hmm. mine. So it was so encouraging because. But later on, like but menopause, yes, right? Later mm-hmm. on and like different things had kind of like triggered her anxiety. Mm-hmm. And um, I just remember feeling so encouraged because like, unless I feel like you've really walked that or right. struggled with anxiety, you know, I had mentioned before, like fear, worry, it's different when it's like mm-hmm. consuming you right. right and so like I just remember talking to her and she would she was like finishing my sentences of like mm-hmm. how I was feeling because mm-hmm. when I would talk to other people I'm like I know I sound crazy mm-hmm. like yeah you know like I know they would just look at me kind of like well why is why why are you afraid of that or mm-hmm. you know like just Right. Just stop. Like don't do that right like, trust me if I could I would I feel like people that haven't struggled with it they don't get it. Yeah. And not to put them down or even in marriage, I feel like, you know, with the postpartum stuff, Mm -hmm. it's hard for husbands who have never, who don't struggle with it to understand, well, why are you anxious about that? Why do you fear that? Like, Mm -hmm. and so, 
Yeah, I totally get it. Yeah. So she really helped me just like really like she started just changing my thinking about the whole thing mm-hmm. because I was like where I was was like this. I was starting to believe just all these lies like this. is OK, this is my life. Mm-hmm. Like I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. I probably like won't ever get married or like move beyond this. So I, you know, won't be able to like hold down my job or like mm-hmm. get married and you know, like all I just started believing all these things because of it. And she was just so like reminded me and really just started pointing me to like God's truth mm-hmm. and who I am in Christ mm-hmm. and how that doesn't change based on like circumstances around me, like mm-hmm. on anxiety or like what I'm feeling. Um, and yeah, one of the things she had me do was just like constantly, um, we talked a lot about like putting on and putting off like those thoughts, mm-hmm. right? And so it was putting on God's promises and putting off like all those lies that I were starting to like seep into my life that Mm -hmm. I was believing and was just honestly like making my anxiety and that like cycle spiral Mm -hmm. more because there was like the initial whatever that happened that like kicked it off but then like kind of living in that state just started Mm -hmm. this like vicious cycle Mm -hmm. of more anxious thoughts and more you know right do you feel like um because i have been working through this the last year and our mentor mentioned this that like we sometimes make agreements with lies Mm -hmm. and i had never heard that phrase before but once he said it i was like oh my gosh yes like i think it's one thing to be like oh i'm anxious about this and then it can all of a sudden turn to um I'm struggling with anxiety and then it can struggle be like, I'm just an anxious person. And I feel like we can make this agreement with like, this is just who I am or like, this is what I always will struggle with or, and I mean, yes, on one hand, it's like, this is a struggle Mm -hmm. and this is something I'm working through. But I think when we make an agreement, then we forget of to fight it. And like, we just kind of settle in, like Like, this will always be my, my My thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. And what's interesting about that is like, we even talked about that, like uh, my mentor and I, because she's like, look, this might be something that you always struggle with. Like you just might Mm -hmm. struggle with like leaning towards anxious thoughts, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of like other people wouldn't, that wouldn't be like what they initially like in any situation, right? They Inclined to. Yeah, they're not inclined Mm -hmm. to. But it's how you like choose to deal with that mm-hmm. and um, move and like that's the only way to move forward. And so, yeah, it was a lot of it was hard work, like honestly, because mm-hmm. it was easy to feel like like in my mind, if I could control the situation, it would bring me peace mm-hmm. because if I could just control like my surrounding, mm-hmm. then I could control the fact that I probably wouldn't have an anxiety attack because I didn't want to have another one, you know. But I was quickly learning that that just, like, isolated me more. And Mm. it was just causing, like, if this little box over here was covered, then just, like, another one would open, right? It Mm -hmm. just was, like, a vicious little cycle. And so it was really, yeah, like, choosing, choosing to live in faith and walk in obedience. And only in that, like, could I even begin to, like, see the freedom that was there for me, Mm -hmm. um, from, from anxiety. Yeah. 
um, before we go on to that, I want to mm-hmm. ask, so how, in what ways would you try to control a situation? Well, I would, well, you know, like our two options in life normally are like to like stay, or like to flee, right. to stay or flee. And so mm-hmm. my first like way I would control it would honestly be to flee. Like mm-hmm. if I felt a certain way, like in a situation or somewhere, like even if I was at work, because I would have like they would come sometimes at work where I would just be working and it would have been totally fine. And then I would suddenly get this like rush of anxiety. And so my initial like reaction was to just leave. Like Mm -hmm. I'm out of here. I don't want to be in the office. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And then other ways were just to, I mean, it was mostly like that. Like I controlled it by controlling like what I would and wouldn't do basically. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah. Hey guys, I want to just take a quick break and tell you about one of this week's sponsors. If you guys don't know, me and Alyssa have been doing this gig podcast, shipping posters and books, and essentially a small business for like five or six years. And we have people that help us out on a various amount of uh, jobs and resources. And sometimes it's challenging. And that's why we want to tell you guys about ZipRecruiter. You guys know we love ZipRecruiter. We've talked about them before. They're amazing. What they do is they send your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, they scan thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invite them to apply to your job. And they're so effective that actually four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day, which is awesome and crazy. So right now, you guys listening can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address. It's ZipRecruiter.com slash real. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash real, R-E-A-L, ZipRecruiter.com slash real. Okay, so then how you started to meet with our mentor uh-huh. um, who did some counseling and then you realize, okay, I need to put off and put on. So mm-hmm. what did that look like? Like how how did you fight that fight of faith? And yeah. how long did that take? Um, you know, like yeah. what has the healing journey been? Mm-hmm. Well, there's two, I feel like there's two parts to the healing journey. There's definitely like a spiritual part and then there was a physical part, mm-hmm. which we can kind of talk about. But yeah, so when I met with our mentor, it was really about like, putting on and putting off and what I was really good at was making these lists of like what ifs like Mm -hmm. I had mentioned before Mm -hmm. like but what if this happens and what if this happens and so it she like one of the first things we did was just like you need to carry around like with you like promises things that we know we have in the Lord because you're a child of God Mm -hmm. and these are the things he says about you you're not this you're not fear you're not (laughs) worry you're not crazy you're not crazy Mm -hmm. this isn't gonna one of the other like lies I believed was like this is my life so this will last forever so the other lie was um this will last forever so it was this won't last forever Mm -hmm. you're not crazy God's with you he's got this he's in this Mm -hmm. like even though it doesn't seem like he is he's here So I had that and then I had like lots of scriptures, lots of promises that I literally was just like saturating my mind in. Mm-hmm. And like we always talked about like praying Philippians 4 8 over our, our minds, right. like mm-hmm. focusing on what is true and lovely and pure and honorable and right and excellent. And so like anything mm-hmm. else that was like not that was in the way and was going to 
caused me to just like step back into that place that mm-hmm. I was in. Um, <clears throat> and so, yeah, that kind of started, I guess, the it was a lot of like work like that. And if you've ever struggled with like anxiety attacks, for me, it was really hard to stay focused like in the midst of them sure. because your mind is going to like what is happening or how do I get out of this? Mm -hmm. And so for, you know, some people would be like, why don't you just pray and like ask the Lord to like help you? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, yes, that would be the (laughs) right thing to do. But my, like I couldn't, I was so like up here, you know, like Mm -hmm. with emotions and whatever that it was really hard for me to like get to that point where I could clearly pray, like even pray and Mm -hmm. just like ask the Lord. So I started like carrying around a lot of verses and mm-hmm. um, just promises of who I am in Christ. And um, and that's kind of like when I would start to feel um, anxiety creep in, like I would whip those out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were everywhere. They were in, I had them <laughs> in my pants pockets. They were like on mirrors in my house, mm-hmm. car. Post-it notes. Post-it notes mm-hmm. all over my desk. Like anywhere I was doing life, there was mm-hmm. truth written because I needed, I needed that um, yeah. so badly. And so that's kind of, yeah, that's really where I think my thinking started to change. And it wasn't that the anxiety attacks just stopped, like mm-hmm. they didn't, but it was how I, um, responded to them mm-hmm. and and slowly like they um I was able to not get like if I felt fear like starting mm-hmm. um I could catch that before like letting it really move into something more mm-hmm. and so <clears throat> yeah through meeting with um our mentor and just a lot I mean like I can't think honestly like my mom especially was just such a big part of my healing. Mm -hmm. Um, She just is great and I love her, but Mm -hmm. she, I mean, she just picked me up when like I I couldn't do anything Mm -hmm. and just my friends like you and Mm -hmm. my sister and I, and I just had other great friends who were just always like praying for me and sending me notes of encouragement that just like, they were with me and the Lord was with me and I didn't have to be afraid. And like, this wasn't my life and I was made for so much more than fear. Mm-hmm. Right. Like mm-hmm. that's not why the Lord put me here. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a lot like I, it probably took, um, I don't even know, but I mean, it was a couple years before I even felt like it wasn't a daily, like waking up and thinking, here we go again, mm-hmm. you know, like just mm-hmm. really having to go to battle, to battle my thoughts, to battle just like the fear. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in that, like um, just physically, like what anxiety does physically to you, like it just kind of took a toll on yeah. my body too. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> I was able to uh, work with some great like naturopaths and and get um, – some good like care that way and my body had just kind of been operating at a really high level forever right so like my cortisol levels were super high and it was affecting I wasn't sleeping and it was just and like if you're not sleeping that can make you oh, super yeah. anxious like it just I was and messed. you feel crazy totally you, you feel sleep. crazy yeah. and so like I was like for lack of a better word <laughs> I was just like messed up like <laughs> physically and so I started like doing a lot of things to just um 
help my body like feel strong and like Mm -hmm. I was lacking a lot of like different vitamins and things like that and so that started to help me like think clearer too as well Mm -hmm. and um yeah so healing was definitely a journey and it took time and um yeah it was with the help of many yeah Mm -hmm. just real quick if you are in washington what Mm -hmm. was the naturopath that you did use oh man um i her name was dr hart but i don't know the name of i don't know the the clinic yeah and i i moved to another person too but she was the first one who really Mm -hmm. helped me yeah Mm -hmm. yeah did you take anything else or do anything else yeah so i did go on medication for a bit Mm -hmm. to just like help me um especially out of that like the depression side of things and that was a that was honestly probably like one of the heart other than like the beginning where I felt like such shame Mm -hmm. about it all like that was really hard for me to go on something Mm -hmm. because I feel like that was another thing I had always heard my whole life growing up in the church was that like mm-hmm. you don't need medication like right. you just need the lord and mm-hmm. like if you do that then that's kind of like a weakness right in a, in a mm-hmm. way you know like mm-hmm. so that was really hard but i did that for a little bit and like it got me back to feeling like i needed to be right like healthy and just right. it more like i don't even think it did much but like just helped more with my physical like response mm-hmm. to fear um and not necessarily like my mind because I still had to control and like my mm. thoughts and and give those things over to the Lord but it was really like a time of healing and that's what needed to happen yeah yeah and I love that you said that because I've known so many women who don't want to take medication mm-hmm. because it is they feel shame about it. And so it's like a real battle. And Mm -hmm. then when they, then eventually they do, but I feel, I just feel like in the church, it's like, it's not talked about. And so you can feel shame. Like, wow, I'm, I must not trust the Lord enough that I have to go to this, right? you know? And, but I love what you said that you did it so that your body could start to be at a place where you could start healing Mm -hmm. and be a little more, I don't know, just, physically able to fight and I think Mm -hmm. and I remember you throughout the years like you know every however often six months or a year like you would try to have a lesser dose dose so it wasn't like this was my life I'm gonna be on this forever it's like I'm gonna take this until I can be at a place where I'm really healthy yeah I feel like I can function a bit more Mm -hmm. because you know like and the flip side of that was like okay I'm not just this 14 year old or 15 year old at home like I have a job Mm -hmm. (laughs) that I have to hold on to and so yeah it was more about like healing functioning so that I could get to that place of not needing it Mm -hmm. and so yeah it was definitely not something it was I used it for a season and um and it was like it was a blessing like Mm -hmm. I look back and and even with my mentor like she had said the same thing um because she herself Um, went on something for a season but when I was really struggling with it she was just like look you know like God made doctors right (laughs) he gave Mm -hmm. them the wisdom to like 
make these things to help us and there's mm-hmm. no shame in that like it's a gift right from the lord mm-hmm. when like it's can be used in that way and so that was just encouraging right. to me because it's you're right it's not talked about at no. all and even mm-hmm. when i started like slowly talking about it with some people and they were like oh yeah like i you know there was a time i really struggled with depression and mm-hmm. um used medication for a while like they say it the same way like very like kind of like quietly. a hidden like oh yeah yeah me like too. me too like <laughs> right. and i'm like i just feel like it would have been so much more helpful like mm. walking through that if i don't know the church was maybe a bit more like open right about that and not so like you know underground yeah or like <laughs> you don't don't use you know just so like don't even think about using that or mm-hmm. you know whatever but, yeah yeah and i think <clears throat> i think what you're saying too is so true in that like we are humans and right. we're, we're broken <laughs> we're broken and we're spiritual and physical mm-hmm. and emotional and yes like all these things and so i think and granted i don't know my history very well jeff is like <laughs> the one on the podcast that's always so good about this but whenever that um philosophy came in that like spirit and um, body are separate and right. like that whole thing where the body is evil and the spirit mm-hmm. is good I think we're still recovering from totally. that and so then I think sometimes in the church we do a disservice where it's like well let's just focus on the spiritual mm-hmm. and not so much like the physical or yes. how we're all it's all connected and mm-hmm. one affects the other and mm-hmm. you can be really healthy on one side but you need the whole body to be healthy right. and so how do we as humans be the health and that's the thing God I love Robin Jones Gunn. It's funny that I say her like <laughs> author name, but Robin Gunn is one of my mentors. And she always says like, the Lord wants you to be whole, W-H-O-L-E and holy. Like mm-hmm. that's that's what life like sanctification is us yeah. becoming whole and holy. And so I think it's all of us, not just totally. the spiritual side or not mm-hmm. just the physical side. Yeah. And one of my favorite, like I listen to it all the time, but it's a sermon by Tim timothy keller Mm. and it's called the wounded spirit and he talks about that just Mm -hmm. exactly that that like there's i i want to say there's five different like aspects of anxiety it's like you have the physical aspect emotional Mm. relational spiritual and Mm. then i think it's existential and it's like you can't you can't fix like it'd be silly to fix a physical problem with Mm -hmm. like spiritual or moral right right? like Mm -hmm. do the right thing and you won't feel this way or whatever but like and i think he even uses the example of like having a thyroid issue Mm -hmm. and like you need that but at the same time you know like if your thyroid's not working like you're (laughs) you're gonna feel that's so crazy you (laughs) know like so you can't just say like oh well are you are you praying are Mm -hmm. you in the word are you you know like yes all those things are so important Mm -hmm. but like we can't just like assume mm-hmm. or just like only treat it in that sense. Right. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so good. Okay. So what, how, how long would you say your journey has been? And would you say that you are fully healed now? Mm-hmm. Or do you feel like it still creeps up some days or what does it look like now? Yeah. I would say I'm like healed from that. I definitely like, feel like I walked that mm-hmm. and came out on the other side. Um, but I mean, that started when I was 24. I'm 32. Mm-hmm. And it was probably a good like four years of like 
battle battle mm-hmm. like like constant battle you know mm-hmm. and a lot of work um but today like it still is it's something i have to ch- i have to choose daily mm-hmm. to like i don't i won't i'll say i don't i haven't in like years i don't remember the last time i just had like an anxiety attack i still mm-hmm. have no idea like i don't know why it all happened or mm-hmm. like came on or whatever but there wasn't like a thing there wasn't a trigger there yeah. wasn't you know like people talk about that like trigger or right. something in your life that like, there wasn't anything like that um so i don't know like other than that it was a season the lord was trying to teach me something mm-hmm. through like um but yeah i now it's like definitely um i have to choose mm-hmm. to battle and to um put on and put off um and just really rest in the lord's promises yeah. for me and like who i am in him and when i do feel those things cuz there's still totally stuff that like makes me uncomfortable or that I wouldn't choose to Mm -hmm. do or can in my mind I know like could possibly like maybe make me more anxious than other things Mm -hmm. um and so yeah I have to choose but I will say there's never been a time that I've chosen to walk in faith where I've like regretted it Mm, so even when it's been like super hard and like Mm -hmm. I couldn't like I literally didn't think I could do it and I just kept kind of putting one foot in front of the other and just Mm -hmm. choosing that obedience like that obedience led to freedom Mm -hmm. and so like I haven't regretted that I have regretted other times where I've chose to not do something out of fear and like Mm -hmm. missed out being used by God or just missed out on something really fun because I was you know like Mm -hmm. fearful in that sense so um yeah it's definitely something that I still uh like I don't I wouldn't use the word battle with now but mm-hmm. it's definitely something that I it's a daily like process of like renewing our minds right mm-hmm. and making sure that um we're we're resting in his word and not in our own strength <laughs> and right. cuz I feel mm-hmm. like it's it would be very easy for me to like fall back into old patterns mm-hmm. yeah and I love I like, can we just stop at that? You like totally dropped a bomb and just kept going, but um, a truth bomb, not like a toot bomb, but <laughs> we've, been, we've been around Jeff too yeah. long. Oh my gosh. Um, that obedience leads to freedom. Mm-hmm. I love that you said that because when we dig into the word, it's like, it's so true. Like God's truth, when we are obeying him and doing what he commands, Mm -hmm. that's what brings freedom. Not when we try to control Mm -hmm. our circumstances or when we give in to our emotions or... Do it on our own. Try to do it on our own strength. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. It's so good. Um, Okay, so what would you tell somebody Mm -hmm. struggling with anxiety today? Like what would be your word of hope or encouragement? I think the first thing would be to bring it to light. Mm -hmm. So um, like confess it, talk about it with someone like we're relational people. We need that. We like the Lord talks about like not like staying in darkness, Mm -hmm. but bringing things to light. And that was like one of the biggest things for me because I do often wonder like I was hiding it for a while Mm -hmm. and then it kind of like blew up in my face. So I think um, if you're struggling and like you're not already uh, 
walking with someone, like mm-hmm. through it with someone, I would really encourage you to do that. Yeah. Um, and then to just like literally start um, like making, I mean, I made so many lists, like mm. dig into the scripture. Like if you're not, like you can read all the books. There's great books. Mm-hmm. You can listen to podcasts. You can take medicine. You can mm-hmm. not take medicine. You can do lots of supplements. But if you aren't like saturating yourself in God's word, then what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, like there's yeah. there's not going to be any other like true hope mm-hmm. than what is found in his word, word and then just like freedom. Mm-hmm. Those other things can help and are yeah. great. Mm-hmm. But like, you have to like for me i think and for anxiety like your mind is so important to like check and make mm-hmm. sure it's believing the right things so mm. yeah i had lists of like who i was in christ his promises to me so that whenever like whatever it is you struggle with like if it was like for example mine was you're crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> nope i'm not crazy i'm a child of god like he made me um, like countering all of those lies mm-hmm. with truth. Yeah. So like having that and then, yeah, just, I mean, I would encourage you to do, um, if if you think like your body is physically also like just really struggling and mm-hmm. feeling weak, go like go to a doctor, go mm-hmm. to a naturopath, yeah. um, do what you can in that sense. But I think the biggest thing is, yeah, like just really our minds are like crazy. Yeah. They're, they just can really lead us astray. Lead us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's where it really starts. And that's mm-hmm. what I have learned through all this is that um, like if that's really where like my focus needed mm-hmm. to be in it all and just um, – the more I did that, the easier it became to really just keep fighting and putting one foot in front of the other and mm-hmm. slowly just seeing that, seeing freedom because I was choosing to walk um, um, in a way that was pleasing to the Lord, right? Yeah. And obedience. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I would just encourage you that you're not crazy yeah. and you're not alone mm-hmm. um it, so many people struggle with anxiety and um yeah mm-hmm. just that it won't last forever like fear right. won't last forever mm-hmm. we're being made new like we're mm-hmm. made new in god's image and so like we can't like fear won't last forever right yeah That's so good okay so looking back what would you say god First, I wanted to ask way back when you were mm-hmm. in your really dark season. Yes. Did it feel like God was absent? And um, and then just as you journey, looking back, like what has, what have you learned about God? Like who was he through that mm-hmm. whole thing? Yeah. Um, he definitely, yeah, I would say he felt absent a bit. I remember like crying out like, how long, oh Lord, mm-hmm. where are you in this? Um and then even thinking like, you know, I, I, f- I feel like I've done all the things I should be doing, right? Mm-hmm. And that was wrong thinking, but like, I've never struggled in any way, so why would I struggle now? Mm-hmm. Um, so he, it definitely felt, um, yeah, he felt absent. He didn't always feel there with me, but I think 
like through it all, I've just learned that just how faithful God, like, I don't know how Mm -hmm. else to say it, but that he's just so faithful to Mm. walk us through like any circumstance. Mm -hmm. And, um, he like, for me, one of the things I would always do too, was just like, if I, to take my mind off of things, I would like, um, go through attributes of God, like Mm. A through Z and just start like naming things. So I feel like it was a time where I was it was a sweet time because I was really like learning about like who God is like mm-hmm. he, that he's like so personal to mm-hmm. me. Right. He he's, I think I was looking at him differently and just like, Oh, you know, he's in control of everything and he um, loves me. But like to look at him as like, a faithful father, the Mm -hmm. prince of peace Mm -hmm. and like my strength and my weakness and like knowing that he like lives in me and I have that strength. Like that was just a beautiful thing to, to just really hold on to during that season and and stuff that I really honestly didn't think a whole lot about before because I didn't struggle with this. So it like caused me to really dive into like who God is and what he says about who I am Mm -hmm. in him um so yeah that was probably I would say what I've learned I learned like the most about God and that he's not absent and his and and even in that like in the darkness like his kindness was still there like Mm -hmm. it wasn't lacking and he Mm -hmm. didn't love me less because Mm -hmm. I I was struggling with anxiety um and yeah, that he was just, he, he was enough that nothing else, not like the medication or books or, you know, yeah. and even my friends and family, like if all that went away, mm. he's my portion. So he, he was enough to sustain me and to give me everything I need in him. Mm-hmm. That's so good. And then, um, so through that, mm-hmm. writing out all your, scripture and post-it notes um now shannon is like the most creative person and she's Mm -hmm. also just like my fashionista friend like super cute half the time i as someone who's not fashionable whatsoever (laughs) i only live by shannon and carly jean (laughs) i'm like i should text shannon and be like what's in right now like how do i do my (laughs) hair and all these things um she and she does this like beautiful hand lettering. So her post-it notes would be like hand lettering scripture. And so tell us a little bit about that journey. And I and I love this because um what does Rebecca Lyons say about calling? Like our calling is what where our passion and the something collide. The world's brokenness collide. Or yeah, like yeah. where something like that. So like mm-hmm. wherever your heart breaks, like whatever maybe it's part usually it is in line with your story and maybe what Mm -hmm. you've walked through and like what you're passionate about. It goes hand in hand and that can be our calling. And so I just love, um, through this time and through your healing, the Lord had this like little, um, like rosebud and it Mm -hmm. just like bloomed. And it's just this like really beautiful fragrance and aroma for Christ of, um, I mean, not only what he's done in your life and how, you're just such a light and beacon of hope and beautiful presence uh, like to us, but also this um, creativity that sparked from it too. Mm. 
Yeah, so, I mean, it really did spark from this of just, like, writing scripture everywhere. And it was also a way because, like I had mentioned before, it was really hard for me to focus, Mm -hmm. to stay focused on things when I was, like, super anxious. So this was just, like, it was totally an outlet. I felt really at peace when I would do it. So it just started, Mm -hmm. like, you know, writing down verses and whatever, anywhere and everywhere. But then um, I started just making them look prettier, (laughs) I guess, (laughs) Um, and just kind of got into hand lettering a bit. And so would take um, some of the scriptures to begin with that were really special to me and just really helped me during that time. Um, I think the first one I ever did was like Psalm 23. Um, And anyways, I just, yeah, I hand lettered them, figured out how to like get them Mm -hmm. digitalized and made like PDFs and printouts of them and um, had a little Etsy shop. Yeah. Yeah. And just sold um, some of those prints and it just kind of turned into more different, um, like custom work and uh, just other fun truths about like who we are in Mm -hmm. Christ and um, verses. And yeah, it's something that's just been super fun and that I've done like on the side. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it's just been a good outlet. And And I love it because as you're talking, I'm remembering um, different points in my life that Shannon, like this gifting you've always had. I remember... Um, in high school. So I'm just like going off a tangent here, but Shannon and I went to the same school, high yes. school, and we didn't love public didn't school. Love it. <laughs> so we didn't excel there. We didn't excel there. <laughs> um, and so I remember my, was it my f- sophomore year? I think you yeah. like like two days or something before we were going into school, your dad said you could go to a private school. Yeah, he did. Which you were really excited about. Mm -hmm. And I'm so excited that you did. But you wrote me this long card and you had um, like a handful of three by five cards with scripture on them to just encourage me as I went back to the public school. And I had those three by five cards all through high school. I didn't throw them away. They were, I hung them up in my locker. I put them in my textbook. And then um, when we moved to Maui, as excited as we were to move to Maui, it was still like I was struggling with anxiety Mm -hmm. then and having a new baby and having all these new friends. And you made me a little booklet of scripture. I remember that. Yeah, Yeah. that I just like would post all over my bathroom. And so I just love that it hasn't, it came, it really excelled after this, but Mm -hmm. it's always been like a little gift that you've had. Okay, so um, where... For people that are listening, as we wrap mm-hmm. up, where can they find you if they want to just be like, oh, who's this Shannon girl? Like, I want to <laughs> see her post and all these things. And do you sell stuff now? All that stuff. Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram at mm-hmm. Shannon L. Cherry. And I do sell things. My Etsy page isn't super active right now. But if you click on the link in my bio, it will take you to the page. Um, but I'm kind of right now like, maybe figuring out some different ways to like sell things maybe Mm -hmm. through a different platform or something. So there is stuff there, but yeah, you can message me or just, I'd love to say hi, especially if, if you are struggling with anxiety or anything, Mm -hmm. just, yeah, I would love that. 
so yeah mm-hmm. and she for those that are watching the sweatshirt she wore is wearing right now she made oh yeah she's just the greatest okay thank you so much Shannon Thanks, for being Liz. on I know your story is gonna bless so many people that are listening it blessed my heart so much even just the season I'm walking through so just love you so much girl love you too thanks so much for joining us today guys I will post on my Instagram feed um on Tuesday when the podcast comes out a picture and I would just love to hear your thoughts of what stood out to you what was encouraging any questions you have for Shannon or I and we love you so much thanks guys bye